Introducing Bluehost Cloud, ultra-fast WordPress hosting with 100% uptime. Want a website with unmatched power, speed, and control? Of course you do. And now you can have all three with Bluehost Cloud, the new web hosting plan from Bluehost. With 100% uptime and incredibly speedy load times, your WordPress websites will be dependable and lightning fast on a global scale. Plus, your sites can handle even the biggest traffic spikes without going down or lagging. And with Bluehost Cloud, you get 24-7 WordPress priority support, meaning you're connected to WordPress experts anytime you need them. Not to mention, you automatically get daily backups and world-class security. So, what are you waiting for? Get Bluehost Cloud today by visiting bluehost.com. That's bluehost.com. Money Matters Wealthy Thinking with Alfred Edmund Jr. Welcome to Money Matters Wealthy Thinking. I'm your host, Alfred Edmund Jr. We are deep into wedding season. However, because too many couples planning to get married are unwilling and or unable to have honest, open conversations about money, most of them will jump the broom right off the proverbial cliff into marital and financial disaster. On this edition of Money Matters Wealthy Thinking, I share why, if your goal is to give you and your fiance the best possible chance for a lasting, successful marriage, you need to have that financial conversation as early and as regularly as possible. It's simple. You can start talking about money before the wedding, or fight about it during the marriage and likely the divorce. Also, for the past several weeks, I've been inviting you to submit your questions that you'd like me to answer on the podcast. I've been getting some great ones, and I'll be answering one of them before the end of the show. What I love about this is that for every question asked, there are hundreds, sometimes thousands of you looking for the exact same answer. On this podcast, I'll be addressing probably the number one question people ask financial educators and money experts. What is the single most important habit necessary to master my money and build wealth? But first, I am really bothered by the results of a recent poll of engaged couples on the website of the National Foundation for Credit Counseling. The poll reveals that 68% of respondents hold negative attitudes toward discussing money with their fiancé. 5% indicated that talking about money with their fiancé would cause them to call off the wedding. Well, guess what? If you can't talk about your finances with your fiancé, you should call off the wedding. Listen, I've said this before and I'll keep saying it until the message gets through. You can talk about money before you get married or you can fight over it through the divorce. Court records show that financial issues remain one of the main contributing factors, if not the outright cause, of the conflicts that result in so many marriages ending in divorce. If the inability to have the money talk causes you to delay or even cancel the wedding, good. Better a canceled wedding than a devastating divorce. I speak not just as a money expert, but from personal experience when I say that the latter is far more costly and more painful. Financial infidelity and the inability to manage money openly and honestly as marital partners were prominent characteristics of both of my failed marriages. If your goal is to make sure that the wedding goes off perfectly and without a hitch, then by all means skip the money talk. 
But if your goal is to give you and your fiance the best possible chance for a lasting, successful marriage, you need to have that financial conversation as early and as often as possible. Recognize that when you marry, you are entering into a legal and financial contract, not just a spiritual and emotional one. You are literally merging two incomes, lifestyles, and sets of financial attitudes and beliefs. And just like two corporations, if your merger is not thoughtfully planned out, it could be disastrous to you, your finances, and your relationship. Both of you likely have financial baggage, such as bad credit, student loan debt, child support commitments, unpaid tax obligations, and other issues. If you ignore them now, they will breed conflict and discord in your marriage later. It will be initially uncomfortable or even agonizing to address these issues. But the only way to make it easier is to openly discuss them and come to agreement now on how you will live your financial life as partners. And then you must both honor your agreements or it won't work. Money talks must begin before you tie the knot and continue at least monthly throughout the marriage which means you're committing to it for a lifetime, even though it may not ultimately turn out that way. For some basic guidelines to get you started, here are some do's and don'ts from the NFCC for this financial conversation, with a little editorializing from me, of course. Don't spring the conversation on your partner out of the blue. Instead, set a time to talk that is convenient for you both. By the way, Constant rescheduling is a sign of a lack of commitment from you, your fiancé, or both. Not the sign of a couple who is ready for marriage. Do make it a casual conversation about a serious subject, not a crisis conversation. Relax into it, respecting the fact that each of you have valid opinions and concerns. Do be honest about the current financial situation. If the courtship phase has painted a financially unrealistic picture, it's time to be honest about what your long-term financial lifestyle will really look like as a married couple. So, for example, if you and your boo had been dining out several times a week when you were dating, now's the time to face the fact that your budget can only accommodate fancy date nights maybe once a month. Do probe to understand long-held financial attitudes, often present since childhood and likely ingrained by observing how parents address their money issues. This will likely be sensitive personal territory. However, if you can't trust each other enough to be both honest and intimate about money, you're not ready for marriage. Don't hide income or debt. This is just one example of financial infidelity. Both of you should share all financial documents, including your credit reports, pay stubs, bank statements, insurance policies, etc., Again, if you're not yet ready to do this, you're just kidding yourself about being ready to get married. Financial infidelity is just as destructive to a marriage as the sexual kind. Don't point the finger of blame. That's a real conversation stopper. It's also a sign that you or your fiancé will use financial issues as justification for belittling, punishing, or controlling your partner, another proven relationship killer. You're bringing your issues out into the open not to have ammunition to use against each other, but so you can work together as partners to resolve them. For this to work, you and your partner must always feel safe, 
never shamed or judged. Do make a plan to deal with any skeletons that will come out of the financial closet. Ignoring them now could have devastating consequences, including damaging your credit later. Do create a budget that includes savings. When you're just getting started, money is often tight, making it tempting to put off beginning to save. But the fact that money is tight means having a financial safety net in the form of savings is more necessary than ever. Do decide which person will be responsible for paying monthly bills. Obviously, you can share that responsibility and split the bills between you. However, even if one person manages the process, both partners must always be engaged, informed, and in agreement on how the budget is to be managed. Do decide on short-term and long-term goals for your household and family, as well as for you as individuals. Do talk about loaning money to family members and friends. Decide if it's something both of you are comfortable with or would rather avoid. Agree upon ground rules and conditions under which such loans would be made, if at all. Do talk about caring for aging parents and how to appropriately plan for their financial needs, including how funerals will be financed and how their debts and assets will be dealt with should any of them pass away, if necessary. Similar discussions should be had about children and grandchildren from other relationships. For help with merging your finances and coming up with a plan to manage your money as a couple, speak to a certified financial planner, especially if you and or your partner have been married before. Also, consider an appointment with a certified consumer credit counselor at an NFCC agency. To find an agency closest to you, go to debtadvice.org or call 800-388-2227. Again, 800-388-2227. You're listening to Money Matters Wealthy Thinking. I'm Alfred Edmund Jr. We'll be back in a moment. Support for Money Matters Wealthy Thinking and the following message come from State Farm, who knows that many Americans struggle with their finances and most have never been taught how to manage them. Starting today, State Farm wants to change that by giving people the tools, help, and education they need to take control of their money, putting financial well-being within the reach of everyone. Now you can find out more at letstarttoday.com. State Farm, here to help life go right. Welcome back to Money Matters Wealthy Thinking. I'm Alfred Edmund Jr. Each week, I've been inviting you to submit your questions for me to answer on the podcast. I recently received a great question from Jason in Chicago, one of my followers on Twitter, who is set on becoming a millionaire as quickly as possible. His question, what is the most important habit I must adopt in order to gain control of my finances and begin to build wealth? That's a question that I and most financial educators and money experts get on the regular. Most people are looking for that magic investment vehicle. The current hot wealth building topic is Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies that will launch them on a trajectory to become the next Warren Buffett or at least Oprah. Others are looking for a sophisticated financial strategy or that can't miss entrepreneurial opportunity. And still others expect to hear something like fixing your credit and avoiding debt. 
and as a result most people are disappointed by my answer in part because it's so simple. The single most important financial habit you must adopt and consistently practice in order to master your money and begin building wealth is this. Spend less than you make. I repeat, always spend less than you make. To understand this, you must remember the difference between a poverty creation lifestyle and a wealth creation lifestyle. With a poverty creation lifestyle, you spend more than you make, regardless of income, and borrow, paying interest and fees to cover the difference, usually using credit cards. After providing for basic necessities, and often instead of doing so, you spend all of your income on high-priced, low-value depreciating assets such as clothes, cars, jewelry, etc. Your priorities are needs first, sometimes second, luxury second, often first, saving and investing last, often never, which means you will never build wealth. Contrast that with a wealth creation lifestyle. Spend less than you make regardless of your income and save and invest the difference, earning interest, dividends, and capital gains. You want to invest as much as possible in sensibly priced, appreciating assets such as stocks, bonds, mutual funds, real estate, maybe even your own business. Your priorities are needs first, sometimes second, saving and investing second, often first, and then luxuries last and a lot later, but probably a lot more. When you spend less than you make, you will always have the money needed to save up and acquire assets, ideally those that appreciate in value, including stocks and bonds, as well as making income-producing investments like launching a business. So the fundamental key to building wealth is to consistently spend less than you make. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Great question, Jason. Thanks for sharing it. If you have questions you'd like me to address, send an email to alfrededmondjr at gmail.com, and I'll answer them on future editions of this podcast. That's alfrededmondjr at gmail.com, or you can follow and direct message me, like Jason did, on Instagram or Twitter at alfrededmondjr. This is Alfred Edmund Jr. with Money Matters Wealthy Thinking. Be sure to check out my latest free ebook, Buy Love, Get Trouble, Sell Love, Get Screwed How Decisions in Pursuit of Sex, Love, and Relationships Impact Your Career, Business, and Financial Success at grownzone.com forward slash buy love, get trouble. And don't forget to subscribe to Money Matters Wealthy Thinking on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher or any other podcast directory. If you like what you hear, leave a five-star review. I'm Alfred Edmund Jr. at AURN.com. Thanks for listening. Come back for more next week. Money Matters Wealthy Thinking, a product of American Urban Radio Networks. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? 
Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.